War, true war. War is what brings us together today. That blessed event, that dream within a dream. This is the Traxxas Sector Warcast, a podcast about Warhammer 40k Conquest, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Lopez, John King, and Carl Anderton. Episode 23, Fishing with Gorzod. All right, folks, this is Tractor Sector Warcast, episode 23. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm John King. And I'm Carl Underton. John, what are we up to today? Cupid, the least known and probably most evil chaos god, is orbiting the Earth with his freaking arrows of love. So in honor of it, this is our Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> FFG announced their spring kits, and we love what FFG has done with Shadow Sun as she gets the alternate treatment. The three of us played in our first 2016 store championship, and we'll share our loves and hates. And speaking of treatment, we've resurrected our How to Beat Them segment with a little bit of a flip. We want to talk about how maybe, how do they beat you? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and last but not least, we have to remember that this is episode 23. The episode celebrates what? Carl making this a threesome? Yes. Carl becoming the lord to our... He is extra military sandwich. He is the meaty lord. He is the meaty lord to our white bread sandwich. <laughs> our stale old. Our, <laughs> let's think of something more gross. Yeah. Let's think of, let's say let's the gooey lore center to our white bread extra military sandwich. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna go with gooey lore center. Gooey. It's got to be some kind of candy bar, oh, which, okay, which, okay. which then also kind of fits in with the whole Valentine's Day thing. All right, cool. Yeah, the, chocolate. The, the, You're our chocolatey the, the, center. The, the, fest- <laughs> the, the festering postules to our successful <laughs> Nurgle infestation. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. We'll the go festering postules. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. No, I was, well, welcome, Carl. Celebrate. Yay, it's Carl's birthday. <laughs> I didn't know this was coming. Anniversary. Well, okay, have an anniversary. No, man. I mean, I think, I think you know, we had a class up to do we had a class at the joint between, uh, you know, Tobin and I, I think we were out of uh, things to talk about by episode <laughs> two. So That's generous. I think we were out of things to talk about after halfway through episode <laughs> one. <laughs> so, so uh, we're like, we need to get somebody else in here. <laughs> no, no. <that's... coughs> well, I, I was going to say, I don't think we ever told the story because basically I went like, you guys are doing a podcast, huh? That sounds like fun. I know. I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah well, come on down. Sa- and you said... Weird. I, I still remember it. You said, I would like to do that podcast with you, <laughs> or I'd like to do that podcast, or I'd like or to do that a would, podcast. That would be, yeah. some, that would be like something that. I would be interested in. And you're yeah. kind of like... Because Carl is does have wonderful manners. And, <laughs> and, and, then, and then when he said that, oh, you know, I used to play, F, I used to work at Games Workshop, yeah, yeah, I used to play yeah, the yeah, miniatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tobin and I kind of went, wait, somebody who knows what they're talking <laughs> about? But, Holy shit, let's get him in. But it was yeah, also that'd be... The, That'd be great, Carl, if you really join in. Yeah. Don't mistake his. Don't mistake his kind of British method of kind of just inserting himself into the. Well, that's what I mean. The whole polite manner. Because basically, what he said is, he said, "I sell you your games. I I get you your coffee." Let me in, bitches. <laughs> See, that, that, that's... But, but if, he if said... Car, it, if Carl it, it, had been raised... That was the undertone. Yeah, if Carl had been raised in America, that's how it would have came out. <laughs> but, like, like, like I, I said, he's, he's got manners. Like, I would... I, that would be something I'd be very interested in helping with. The, what, what you, the version you're referring to is, I got your 40k right here, mofo. Wow. Yeah. 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 I, you know, he's you're from not, the Midwest. I'm not selling you another game. Yeah. Your coffee's going to have something extra special in it if you don't let me in. No, I'm just giving you a time. So, no. All right. So, yes, so the he, he, he is the, the creamy Lord Nougat. <laughs> creamy, creamy Nougat Lord. To, Tobin, Tobin's, Tobin's a chunky in. That's right. <laughs> that, ladies am, and gentlemen, that I makes am, me your, your, you go, your the chocolate chaos, cream. Chaos, I'm saying the Chaos God Creamy Lord Nougat. I'm going to keep that one. <laughs> now, so, so oh, uh, moving on from completely wherever, we, wherever we went so, there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, FFG announced their spring kits, so so the great. There's some really awesome Shadow Sun alt art on their spring kits. One thing they didn't include was mats. They didn't include mats or boxes. So now mm-hmm. we get tokens. I think they're damage tokens, Tau specific, Tau faction specific. Oh, was it faction tokens? Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I, I think it's damage tokens. Let's and get I can't this. be bothered to look it up on the 14 devices we have around us. Let, let's get this one down. I've seen a lot of people online going like, but but I wanted a playmat. I haven't got a playmat yet. I wanted to win by acquire, whatever. 
FFG have said already, they're shaking it up. I mean, like the first the first um, customer support response I saw was, "It's okay, the playmats are coming back. Yeah, we're right, doing yeah. something different for this cycle." And right. as far as I understand it, I haven't actually seen the numbers yet. Those sets, uh, those kits minus Vox and playmats are cheaper. I.e., you should get more events. So yeah, you get more people. Yeah, maybe doing that's it. good. Yeah. Maybe that's a good sign. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I would tokens are cool. Yeah, I yeah. think the tokens are great. Um, obviously, since I've been playing the game a long, long while. Uh, I've got a couple of mats, I've got a couple of boxes, and while I'm always proud to win a mat, a lot of times it's kind of like, well, I'm not going to use it. <laughs> or, or, I mean, yeah. I, I think I've got an old Netrunner mat that's is uh, basically my mouse pad for my laptop. Well, yeah, and, and Brenda, I, we, we're going to talk about third championships. We t- I took one home, and Brenda went looked at me and went, you have another one? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. She's like, what? Are you going to do, do these? I love that. I have, no, I no, have no congratulations, <laughs> nothing. Just like, hey, more one. stuff. Another one? <laughs> Another one that's slightly different than something because that you have dozens of already. Between Conquest and Netrunner, I have 20, 25 mats. Yeah. And that's not including the 15 yeah. or so tax sector forecast ones that we still have yeah. to give away. Which we were going to be coming like up that. this year with some more yeah. contests. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Don't I'm worry, in, listeners. Listen, I'm in the same place as yourself. I have a, a Netrunner mat from mid last season as my current mouse pad setup and there's one of the guys last night was from the Netrunner draft was saying um, yeah you're going to do one of those um, those uh, like teaching days right yeah good I'm going to bring some mats down to give them away <laughs> yeah <laughs> good yeah yeah and so I mean place. I still want the mats but it, or, or, or I want the mats to be available but if they are putting more swag in different swag that's great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. what we that's what people have been arguing the, the existing player base the long term player base has for the majority have been, have been yeah. lobbying for this for a while right and it mm-hmm. And it's happened across the games. I don't think there's Netrunner has credit tokens or I don't know what they have, but they don't uh, have brain mats. damage. Brain damage is the one for brain the, damage, for right, the right, springs right. that happens. Yeah. But so in addition to the spring kits that were announced, mm-hmm. the most recent news from FFG is that Gorzod is coming. He is bi- the the yeah, deadly salvage 25th. is shipped as of he went to shipping on the tenth or eleventh. Yep. Mm-hmm. So my guess is uh, following the timeline from last time, it was what two weeks from now. Street date is twenty fifth. Street date is the twenty fifth. All right, there yep. you go. Yeah, I just saw the email yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Street date of the twenty fifth. So, that's folks, another, so that's you should be getting it in, in, two in stores uh, on or about the twenty fifth. Yeah, I had a look for it already. I noticed the um, I, I had to remind myself of the previews, and I, I sold a little um, uh, one cost two two no command gene stealer, and I thought, oh yeah, you're for the warlord after that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And with Gorzod, so Gorzod is unlike the other two packs where the, you've had two warlords in each of the two packs from Planetfall. Gorzod is the only one in this pack, mm-hmm. so that means there's 17 other cards. For the seven other we know factions, that, we know that for sure. That's well, that's 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 yeah, the basically. breakdown, right? So yeah. Gorzod gets nine cards. Well, no, I mean, but we know that Gorzod is the only warlord in there. Yes, that's what, that's. We haven't had we, a second one spoiled, so right. he's going to be spoiled in two weeks. Right, and, and they were saying they were backing off on this particular cycle on the amount of warlord. So you know, okay. well, but but on this in this cycle, because you've had two in the first in mm-hmm. decree and two in in balance hate. If you have one in each of the others. That's eight warlords for the eight existing factions, right? Which would line up pretty okay. well. One yeah. for one. So you have Gorzod to have 17 other cards that aren't orcs mm-hmm. following their pattern. And so each faction will get at least two cards. And three factions will get three cards. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah, right? that's a big one. Yeah. Uh, so, a lot of, so three factions will get three cards each, whereas in the last packs, the non-warlord factions got only two cards each. Mm-hmm. Neat stuff, and I'm looking forward to it in two weeks. Grand Slam, uh, Loveland is holding their store championship two days later. (laughs) (laughs) So it'll be it'll be another one of those circumstances. Like, okay, I have this existing guy. Is anything made better by this? A la your Star Blaze taking 14 cards. Yeah, wow, that was a lot of that was a lot of fun. And putting them in for boundless hate store championships. Let's move to that because that seems. That was cool. I haven't really talked to you guys about your experience, Carl. You and I played once. Mm-hmm. You you were the gutsy gutsiest, I think, of, of all the sixteen <laughs> oh. players that were there, and you played Barzul three days after he was released yes. <laughs> yes. On, the, on the first so, play of the deck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if we if we'd been if we'd gone in physically here a day before, I might have had a game or two before I sat down. But yeah, um, I, I've I've seen a lot of things online about about this, and I'd. Um, 
I, it hits something similar. Um, Barzul's a little bit constrained by his signature units right now because they're three costs. So the deck I had was too overcosted. So I had two close games where a little bit of money would have helped a lot. Um, I will say if you're playing him, play um, Slash's Temptation because getting that bit of economic advantage helps a ton. Um, he played out when when his abilities triggered. He destroyed stuff. There was definitely planets where people go, "Yep." Yeah, you can have that. I'm not. I'm not coming over. That's not playing. And the one time I got out um, the, his signature attachment onto him. Storm of the castle. The, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly that. The, but, yeah. the butcher's nails. Fun. Yeah, but got the butcher's nails onto him on one game, and that was just a whitewash. It was just. It was. I yeah, think... the, I've played him three times, mm-hmm. and every time I'm like, oh, it would have really helped to have the butcher's nails. Like, I th- more than any any other warlord. You really, really want either their attachment or his support. Mm-hmm. His support seems like the thing you want because if you're not battling it out, because he's not a planet one bully, right? He's not well, necessarily a planet one bully until he becomes bloody. Yeah, his his units are. That's the thing. It's it, I think he's, I think it's still the right thing to do because you're still giving your opponent a really awkward choice. So I'm going to hit that guy, but it's going to go straight to him unless I kill it clean. So yeah. I devote enough to kill that guy clean, which yeah. is almost a victory on your part anyway, depending on whether yeah. you swarm them. Yeah. Most recent version of the deck I'm playing for him is all is I went over to the Dark Eldar edition because I'm trying out tiny stuff there, Archon's Terror. Um, we'll see. I think the fairest comments I've seen is that he needs one or two more toys that are more dedicated to him. We'll have to see. But I will say, Blood for the Blood God is an event, amazingly good. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I oh, even yeah. I used it to I used it to command snipe. Oh yeah. I was like, um, yeah, I'm gonna blood for blood god that planet in the start of combat with the one rogue trader. Like, oh, well, that that sucks. It's a yeah. dirt cheap way of making him go away. Um, and I didn't, I didn't get it to full effect because a lot of the games are too short. But the um, the support made a lot of people go, okay, I'm gonna deploy, 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 deploy each planet because I don't want you to go. I just go and win a planet for free yeah, and take yeah, this yeah, battle yeah, ability. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, were, okay. they were very worried about that. They're like, whoa, oh. that can't happen. Make, yeah. So the so the space Hulk makes them. Spread out and mm-hmm. hedge their bets a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, I, I, see, and that's what the, that's what he needs. Yeah, that's what he needs because he can't bully on in in and of himself. Not turn one. Him. Not turn one. And yeah. it's, it was like I say, depending on what you got. Uh, I'm seeing stuff right now. Um, I mean, one one planet. It was Evil Sun's Warbiker, Snakebite Thug. And like I said, opponent goes, "Yeah, go in the two. Oh, yours. <laughs> 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 have, have fun. That that's going nowhere. I'm not wasting time that time yeah. on that one. You know." Yeah. And I and the the game I won I won by um, Warlord Assassination, but it, but it was assassination because that was the third planet I needed. So his choices were go there or not, right? Kind of thing. Right, yeah. And right. Rograx honestly is the one that got it for me. I did notice um, on one combat with um, Rograx in there with his blood first, I was ready to kill one of the cleavers with his own ability to trigger Rograx. Wow! Just because he's yeah, so yeah, damn yeah, strong yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. he Absolutely. put two damage on him, so he was going up to like eight or something stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, yeah, yeah I'll oh, do yeah, that. Oh yeah, I'll do that. It, yeah. that I understand why the bloodthirst is <laughs> only once, <laughs> only like for that combat round. Yeah, like that's mm-hmm. what he gets. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. evil. It really is. Yeah, like, but, uh, blood for the blood god. You play blood for the blood god to kill somebody. Rograx is triggered and gets the damage and, because and he's probably un- probably he, uninjured. Yeah, yeah if, he, if he's uninjured, now he's hitting for six. I mean, all of a sudden he's a warlord, bloody slash assassinate threat. Mm-hmm. You can't tear him because he's unique. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, as a full cost, he is a rockingly good unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely gone the two and two in mine. And depending what um, corn gets overall, what Basil so possibly even three, just to make sure I get one. Yeah. You know. So what about your third championship experience? I mean, you went, you had a true tie. <laughs> you had a true tie. But yeah, my first game, I, was, um, I believe his name was Logan. Leon. Leon. We went to ended up running out of time on planet, on planet four. We finished that one out, and we both took two planets. Both had three icons, <laughs> and planet five was a winning condition for me, and I was set up there. So I mean, I didn't know what he had in his hand, but I think it would have been a tough fight for him. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to cut in quick. I was obviously I was toing for this event, and like I get called over going, Carl, I'm like what? It's like it's we've run out of time. Okay, how many? Who's got the most planets? Both got the same. Okay, who's got the most icons? Both got the same. All right, well, then that's a draw. Cool. <laughs> that's not common. Yeah, so I ended up going two one and one. Uh, my one loss was to to Richard, the eventual tournament winner. Um, and boy, I, like I said, uh, I, I had posted on Tobin's post about it. Um, I think I really pushed him hard. He was playing the Ragnar deck. I made him burn all three Indomitables. I finally even... Bl- I finally bloodied... Ragnar. Ragnar. Wow. 
However, drop pot assault sealed the game. For and you him. were playing Starblaze, right? I was playing Starblaze. I think my big tactical mismove there was I put out my broadside at planet two. We'd already won a couple planets, and and it would have been planet five or planet. I think it was planet five, but it was two. The second one, uh-huh. we had okay. I'm I'm you know I'm going to contest planet one, and I'm going to win there, and then I'm going to have the I had the broadside, and I pl- de- went ahead and deployed that, and he uh, promptly exterminatist. So oh, I was kind of like, oh, oh crap, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. because I had a gun, I had the gun drones in my hand and uh, next turn I would have had the, you know, getting the four resources, I would have had the two to slap it on there and have initiative area effect four. Don't know how he was going to, didn't know how he was going to deal with it. But, um, you know, so that was a misplay on my part. N- nothing to take, I mean, nothing to take away he against Richard. Well. He, he played that he, well. He, he piloted deck really well against me and I was able to get him with some surprises able to get me with some surprises. I was I was doing mainly the the whole ranged gun drones yep. uh, setup trick yep. out of because Rattling Dead Eye and Viola Marksman. But so one thing I learned I, I don't know if I posted this video, but one thing I learned from playing Starblaze against John, especially the one that he the the post boundless hate deck, <laughs> is that if you see the prudent fire warriors, the ones that need the attachment <laughs> when they die, you must kill them. Yeah, you bef- must. before they become attached. Yes, <laughs> before yeah. they get an attachment on. Wow, that is a huge thing. Yeah, it's I, a huge deal. A couple of people asked me, "What's your favorite? What's your MVP oh out of the deck?" God. And I had to say it was it was actually the Prudent Fire Warriors because I was playing. Yeah. I was going pretty attachment heavy. I had the gun drones, had a, um, and then ha- also had the auxiliary armor. The auxiliary armor is oh, the new one is... for two cost, two shield. Loyal attachment that gives plus two hit points or plus two attack plus one hit points, and a nan and a command icon if it's on a non-tau unit. Yeah, right? so, so that's the new one out it, of Balance Hate. It's phenomenal. That's how well I know this card. I haven't <laughs> played it. I haven't played it in my own yet. I played it. He's played it against me it's twice, a, it's, and it's just so insane. It's like the thing it gets from oh. there is you go you go this and it's a two shielder. Yeah, you go yeah. this list of abilities, and it's a two shield. Well, it's, a, it's loyal. Like John yeah, pointed out before, yeah, yeah. right? There aren't any common two yes, shield cards. Exactly. I hit I, all the yeah. all the two shield cards. Are I, loyal. I hit this realization the other day, um, trying to build Barzul's deck. Going, I need two shields. I need two. Oh yeah, I've got exactly two different cards. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's loyal. The yeah. temptation and uh, Zinchis temptation and Zinchis fire Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, yep. but. That yeah, and oh. and you put it you put it on the prudent firewalls all fire warriors. All of a sudden, there are four 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 four, and it's not going. And then you had your star, you had the cannon, on the other fire warriors. Exactly. Uh, yeah, because I also put iron rifle. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. You had the cannon on the oh, other. Oh yeah, starblade yeah. the the series. searing burst cannon. Searing burst cannon. So <laughs> so he has both of these units at the same planet. So if I kill one, the each one of them is basically a four four, and if I kill one. The other one becomes an eight eight. Yeah, if, yeah, if because you, well, you well, it's, it's still, yeah, if I don't shield, yeah. if you don't shield, if you do, if you if you, ha- if you somehow happen not to have a three in hand, it's basically <laughs> going to be an eight eight. Yeah, <laughs> so so I mean those the, that unit is just absolutely yeah. phenomenal. I, yeah, I, I watched a quick game of that during 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 the um, the, 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 the slow jam, and it was like it was Mister uh, what was it? Go on, go on without me. Here's the rifle. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the next exactly. guy. Bang! Go on about me. Here, I'm being prudent. I've been shot in the shoulder. And yeah. I'm, I'm having my head blown away. Here's the gun. Go on, go on. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, so oh, I mean, take my armor, please. Yeah, because I, I added a couple oh, more attachments. I added ion rifle in there and all that kind of stuff. So I, I went a little attachment heavy, turning those Tau units into, into some beefy ones. And then if the prudent fire warrior was there, it's like okay, great. Here it is, and and I actually I thought I had I had Richard set up. I thought I had him uh, because I had gun drones on the prudent fire warrior, and he's like, all right, he's gonna, I, you know, I'm gonna area effect for two, and then you got to get rid of the area effect, right? Yeah. No, he went ahead and wiped everybody else out. Took another round of area effect, mm-hmm. just so that the prudent fire warriors were the only thing left. Wow. Yeah. So he killed that yeah. last. Which so, was the right yeah. call. Yeah, it was right. absolute right call. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean. I, I, you know, I wiped, I decimated most of his army with everything, but I was kind of like, okay, you know, I had him between a rock and a hard place, and he, he's like, all right, well, I'm going to, I either take two, I either take, I either take two rounds of area effect in one round, or I'm going to take two rounds of area effect anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But he, he played it 
so that he took two rounds. He took the two rounds very effect, but he made sure that that died, and I didn't have it for yeah. anywhere else. Which, so honestly, that's about the only hard counter. Is let yeah. the guy exhaust yeah. and leave him. Well, there. And, yeah. and and the problem I faced in, in our game is that you had two of them. <laughs> I couldn't get rid. I couldn't get rid of one because it would trigger and go to the other. And, so and I, bounce off so him. Yeah. They were the last ones I attacked, but it didn't matter, yeah. right? I was like, oh, okay, I lose this battle no matter what. So if you get, yeah, so that's why I'm saying before one gets out with an attachment <laughs> on it, yeah. although you can't help that, right? Take take them down. <laughs> that's the other one as well. Take I mean, obviously, we, we you and I are both living Starblaze like crazy right now with those new changes, but Shadow Sun comes to mind with that guy. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah. all of a sudden, they're like, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, if you're going to play attachment, you got to play Shadow Sun and everything. And mm -hmm. I had tried, but I had tried a long time ago when maybe the attachments were gun drones and iron rifles, and that was it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay, this is just isn't this isn't tickling me where it needs to. <laughs> so <laughs> Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, no, mainly because yeah. I was getting my ass kicked and not enjoying it. <laughs> you know, yeah. sometimes, well, kind of weird, right? You can play a deck that's wonky and janky, uh, like my Orclanda deck, and yeah, it doesn't have a good win percentage, but it's fun, right? Right, right, right. right. Well, so I was like, I was like, okay, I was looking to have that kind of kind of experience with Shadow Sun. It, it wasn't. It was just yeah. frustrating. Yeah. So I was like, ah, screw yeah. it. So I put, you know, I put him in the box, and I haven't broken him out since. But yeah. I, maybe I got to revisit. I was just, that. I, was just I mean, that's all you get. What you're saying. But I was just thinking Shadow Sun just now, and the deck I was playing originally, and I just had the horrifying thought of um, the. Battles the crisis battle suit with yeah. auxiliary armor. Well, yeah, yeah. Cause, cause yeah. What is that again? That's a that's a five, five, six or something ridiculous. It, it's <laughs> I think he's a four six. No, he's, he's normally then you put the armor yeah. four six. But and still, you put the armor four, on six, him and he's a six seven. With air effect too. Yeah, because that <laughs> no, did no, no, the, the the crisis the mobile. Guy. Oh, oh, the, the mobile. mobile the mobile. Oh, guy oh, oh. Because I, I actually yeah, had oh. I did have it set up at one of the games I won. I had I had gun I had gun drones on the prudent fire warriors. And there was a battle suit there. So it's kind of... The, kill the, the, fire the, the, kill opponent, the, the opponent was just looking at me kind of like, uh, wow. So if I kill the fire warriors, this, gets worse. this guy gets a very effect Right, forward. yeah. If so, I so kill the fire warriors, I'm taking it to the face. <laughs> from yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and so it was, I mean, it was kind of along the lines where he was just like, uh, yeah, I think this planet's going to be yours because he didn't have anything that could kill the battle suit right away. And then... If he kills the fire warriors, it's like, well, I can't kill them first because then I'm just going to be taking another area. I'm going to be taking area effect four. So, so it was. Guy, so with that guy there, we're basically looking either route, which is a short term fix. Is there anything that returns units to hand? Calamity will return small units. He's, he's, he's and he's small. a th he's a three cost. So, so, so I, I don't think he's affected by the calamity. Less. Just just a curious thought because it is one of those cards. Deception. Deception. Deception will do it. There you go. Yeah. Deception. Yeah, got me a couple nights ago. Yeah, but I'm just thinking that there aren't too many easy fixes to that problem. Yeah. Once he's down, yeah. And so one of the one of the great things that happened is well, we had 16 players. At least a third of them I had never met before. Yeah, we we, we should make clear this is easily the biggest. <laughs> um, this is the biggest. Um, that was the biggest uh, conquest tournament we've had at the haunted game. It's yeah. the biggest one I've seen, yeah. and it's for for an early early season store champ. It was astounding. It was great. Yeah. And we had, and Will, who played Zarathur, he had been playing, I talked to him, he, I played him uh, first round, and he stomped my Broderick War. I had, I, the planet flop didn't help me, but what didn't help either was I made one critical mistake on one, which ended up bloodying Broderick. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he Waterwick? had, he drew a total of 13 cards over the two turns that we had before I conceded. And I conceded because he had drawn all three of his plague bannermen, but the the zero two that oh, oh rotten plague bears yeah. pl rotten plague bears mm -hmm. there you go rotten yeah. plague bears, so he had drawn all three of them, mm. and I had had three units out, mm. and so he goes plague bears kill plague bears kill plague bears kill, and I and so at the end of the deploy phase on turn two, I had a bloody Bro Broderick war and nothing else. And yeah. he had, and he had five or six units out. He wasn't going to win command all over it right? because the plague bears were exhausted. But I was like, okay. I, and it was a three planet win. Yeah. There yeah. was a red, blue, red, red, blue. I think was what the setup was. And I was like, I, I mean, I knew I was in for a, a hard game, but I was like, okay. I made one critical mistake on planet one where I didn't use Inquisitorial Fortress to get rid of the flamers early, and Ooh, that's yeah. the big mistake I made. So he, but he's only been playing. So we had a lot of time to talk because <laughs> I, I gave it up. I gave it up ten minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, but he's only been playing. 
He's had the cards since just about the beginning, but he's only been playing seriously, uh, regularly for like the last six weeks to a, two months. Mm-hmm. So it was wonderful to see him uh, do so well. Yeah, well, because him and Rich, it was between so him well. and Richard for the final, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And he went undefeated all three all three games and went into Richard with the final. Yeah, they, it was a it was a well played game on both sides. There were some there were a couple of mistakes. Like I recorded the videos and I you know Carl was playing and. The judge, Judge Carl, was called over one time, I think, that I saw, maybe twice. But none, none to the games that were on the video that I posted. But some, so some things occurred to me, and I want to take a learning moment, because we've had some feedback. Like, oh, they, people have asked us, new players have asked us, are there any learning videos, teaching videos? You guys do teaching videos. Well, our videos aren't really teaching videos. They're more like gameplay videos for more experienced players. Having said that, we're gonna, we've, we've talked about doing some more training, short-term training videos. So we might do that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to point out that some things I noticed from editing the store championship videos are that in a combat, players can't be so quick to jump to the end of combat so quickly. Mm-hmm. In cases, uh, in Richard's case, and I think even in the previous cases, you know, you exhaust all your units. All your units on one side are exhausted. The units are gone from the other side. You've won the battle. But you haven't won the battle quite yet. Your units are exhausted, so you've got to ready them first. Then, there's still actual windows in there. You ready them, and then once you have one unit who's ready to attack but doesn't have anybody to attack, that's when the combat yeah. is over. Yeah, the, the, the big learning one for me always was the trigger The trigger for an end of a battle is someone being able to attack and not having anyone to attack. Correct. That ends the battle. That ends the battle. So you have to ready those guys. And so if you're, on, if you have, if you're winning Planum, you want those guys to be ready, and then you win the battle and you move a ready unit over somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right? If you move it before you're ready, then yes, he's going to move in the state that he's in, but hopefully they're all ready. So that's one thing I noticed. Don't don't get too anxious about ending combat. And then make sure and keep your game state in terms of ready and exhausted units as accurate as possible. I know this happens with a lot of folks in at Total Escape. Well, they'll retreat or they'll move back. They'll move back to HQ and they'll either just exhaust, even if they're, if they're retreating, they should exhaust. Yeah. But if they're coming back on first planet, they totally. come back in the state they're in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't bother to ready their units during the HQ phase, right? Oof. And there's some cards now. Now, the card universe is still small, but your Warlord being exhausted during your deploy phase is a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Muster the like guard. You, yeah, you have to ready your units. Ready them. Like, just make a habit of it because yeah. eventually it will come up that's like, okay, there, there might be a card in the future that says, ready three of, uh, or exhaust three of your units in HQ during your deploy phase to do X. Yeah. Well, if you're not in the habit of readying your units, so that's so that's I think that's the big thing. I know there's a lot of fiddly bits. This is a card game after all, right? There's a, there's a lot of fiddly bits. So keep that card universe, you know, keep that card state, keep the game state on the table. Sorry, excuse me. Accurate. Um, I was going to mention as well one thing I encountered at the store champ, and this is this is no slight against people I played against, but there were lots of times where I'd be playing against someone who might be one of the newer guys, or certainly wasn't ones we, we were familiar with playing with, and I'd be like, "Okay, combat starts. You got initiative. Your action window." And I get this look of, "Wait, what?" Like, yeah, you, we need to kind of play through those. Mm-hmm. You have to read those. We have to. We really need to go at least go. No action. No action. Move on. Right. Yeah. That yep. is that. That was a lot of people going. Okay, so I'll go to the attack. No. <laughs> it's on my action window. One second. Let me right. see what I'm doing. And like getting that getting that locked into a lot of people was was unusual for some players. So yeah, if you're having trouble, if you're finding weird things with the game, you you this is much more than any other card game I play right now, you really have to go. We start that section. Your window? No? Mine? No? Okay, carry yeah, on. Yeah, there's 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 constant dialogue that happens, especially during combat, with no actions, no actions, no actions, no actions, no actions, boom, 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 attack here, attack there, attack here, attack exactly. there. Exactly, that timing so is absolutely yeah. essential. And then, yeah. to that to that point, shielding, and this has been covered, Tactical Squad, Liz at the Tactical Squad covered this quite well half dozen episodes ago, is when there is a universal effect that assigns damage, a la Warp Storm, mm-hmm. or Blood from the Blood God, mm-hmm. okay? The damage is assigned simultaneously, mm-hmm. right? So <laughs> the way the RRG lays it out is take the damage that's going to go to each unit and lay it next to the card. And then each player, starting with the player with initiative, plays a shield card to then resolve the damage for any one unit, mm-hmm. right? And then you move any damage that's not shielded onto the unit and 
and it triggers its effects. But that shielding, paying, playing that shield card, passes back and forth between players until both pass. Right. So typically, and it hasn't really been a big deal. I don't know that it is going to be a big deal at one point, but you know, usually, like, okay, I orc cannon, and, and you, someone takes a unit off the board. Go ahead and distribute your orc cannon damage mm -hmm. or your warp storm damage. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it it behooves you to see where what they're going to oh, do, yeah, who they're going to protect. Well, this is the, right? the um, way, 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 way back. The one, the big example I would take is Nurgling bomb. When Nurgling bomb hit, and we have the Zarafur thing. Yeah, and they yeah, have yeah. that deal of okay, a Nurgling bomb the planet. One second. This needs some proper resolution. Some decisions have to be made. And again, based on initiative, it has to be a deal of okay. This guy, in this case, this guy does all his choices. Then you do all yours, which obviously. Well, is but much but that's not how you do it. You don't do yeah. all your choices and then all his. Mm. It's it's the damage is assigned simultaneously. Well, referring to the Nurgling bomb effect, which but you, is, well, yeah. but you well, take who, one and one. Well, you, you decide do. who's going to stay and who's going to round. Yeah, that's what I'm referring to there. The effect of yeah, Nurgling yeah. bomb itself is the initiative guy goes okay. I'm either routing or damaging. You're deciding who routes or damage. Then yes, we go back and forth, right, shielding right, damage. Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm, what I'm getting at there is it makes an enormous difference. Yeah, yeah because that Nurgle bomb. I mean, it used to be I, I was kind of the same in the same boat where I would jump the gun like, okay, I'll route these guys. Mm -hmm. When I realized that I didn't have to give that information away yet. Right. Exactly. And now that you pause, especially Nurgle bomb, you know, playing Nurgle bomb when uh, when I'm when I play uh, Kuga, I love it when I don't have initiative because right. Right. you know action window he doesn't have any action window it's like alright let's nurgling bomb see what, and, see and then it's like yeah. you have initiative who are you who's going to stay and who's going to go right. you know that whole that and is that how nurgling bomb resolves is it the, the person mm -hmm. with initiative chooses the res yeah. resolves everything with their units makes, makes, makes their decisions in one simultaneous group based on initiative okay. then after that we go to the normal process of oh, once damage is shielding out yeah right and, and it, it's I've often like oh you're retreating everybody great I will shield one guy and yeah. retreat everybody else mm -hmm. uh, or it's like yeah. oh I'll shield 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 or they're all going to stay yeah. like oh well in that case all mine are going to stay yeah, yeah. and you that know, leads on to another, another good point I saw in the store champs for newer players yeah remember you choose who retreats at the end of a, a combat round based on initiative so if you don't have initiative let the other guy pick yep. in fact make yep. him pick yeah. you want to do oh, that yeah because I, I in, in yeah. my game against um, Joshua uh, he had initiative and I, I was sitting there it was the whole poker phase like come on man do it do it <laughs> go, go run go run because I don't want to stay do <laughs> it, do it. Yeah. and he's like yeah I'll retreat I'm like oh, oh boy okay you know, sorry Josh but yeah I got you well, if you had stayed there if you were going to duke it out I mean it was going to be bloody if you decided like now screw it I'm not letting you have this it's like alright well then I got to retreat um, but but we were just staring at each other, and it, uh, since it was his decision, he had to, he had to make that decision. He and he retreated like he should have because, like I said, it was going to be bloody at the time. So it was just kind of on. <clears throat> well, yeah, his retreat. He didn't want to pay. The, he didn't want to take the risk that you had something really. Well, he was playing on chi. Right? right, right, right. So all my shields were useless. Right. So I know everything that's going to be staying at the plant is going to be dying. And, it, and I'm sitting there thinking, it's like, okay, if he's got, like, a prelate in his hand, anything he can ambush out, if he stays, i got to run. Yeah. Because it's he had initiative, and I'm just going to, he was going to, yeah. you know, bloody star blaze or, and just wipe out everybody else's there. And he, you know, and that gave me more information. Like, okay, there's no ambush, and he doesn't have, he doesn't have a prelate in his hand. He doesn't have anybody he can play out of hand. Oh, or at least he's not going to play it either way. That's he's not, not going to play it either way. Yeah. I mean, I played, uh, the, so, so as bad as the game against Will was for me, Game one, game four against Jacob, who was playing on she was an, a, just an amazing game of conquest from both sides. He had he was playing on she, and I'm and I'm sitting here, and I have my broadwick horror ranged Astra Militarum, all these shield cards in my hand, things, and I'm thinking, and I haven't played against on she in so long, and so the the thing I think is okay, I have to bloody him quickly. Like, I have to blade him so I can turn on the freaking shields that are all going to come up in my deck. Mm -hmm. And so, by the end of turn two, blessed be the ranged mechanic, <laughs> I managed to bloody on she, which was huge, right? So that's turn two, and we have to go, the planet flop was such that even, I, I think I was winning some planets, and maybe I let him win one here, win one there, he won one, so... So, but we got down to six and seven, and it's pretty interesting because a couple of times I thought I had him. Like maybe on planet the fourth planet of the seven, I thought I had him because we were both committed there. 
but then he would use he would use Cayune Strike to move away from me before the range skirmish even began. Like, yep. like I think I I think I used preemptive barrage to give my people range, and he went, okay, plonk, yep. <laughs> I'm moving right. my ethereals away, and I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I but, wanted to hit you. But that's right? how, how good that ability is. That's the thing. It's right. such a, such and a so strong he used, card. He used two of them defensively. I think maybe he used one of them offensively, but <coughs> late with six and seven being the last planets, he committed to six, and I had initiative and ranged and and and, and hit him. Um, and that that's the thing that range does. And so I want to kind of move this into what we for those longtime listeners you'll you'll remember you may remember our how do you beat them segment. So we're going to kind of turn that on its ear a little bit now, and we're going to talk about how do they beat you segment. Mm-hmm. How, how do these things beat you? So mm. how do these deck archetypes beat you? How do these factions beat you? So that maybe you can then form your own strategy about how to how to return them or how to how to hamstring them with that, those strategies. Yeah. Just, just before we transition in very sure. quickly, going to get in fast because you mentioned Onshi and there was a lot of it at that at that um, sword champ, which was hilarious to see. We had uh, three, right? Three Onshis, I, I think. Yeah, and then um, John mentioned uh, Josh. Josh B, a, fr- a good friend of mine. Um, I have to get the call out because I, I watched a game with him playing Onshi versus Kato Sicarius, and the end of the game was Josh with Onshi winning the, winning the battle at first planet, ricocheting home, and then bouncing back out to the last planet to bloody uh, to kill Kato Sicarius for the win. Oh my god! So, okay, George, that's just style. <laughs> <laughs> points points for style right there. That oh was, yeah, <laughs> jo- Josh plays that Onshi deck well. He was, was he hilarious. was. I had I had Onshi. I almost had. Bloodied on she and he and he uh, used Orbital to City to return to a planet, the planet that heal to trigger another planet that and then he triggered the healing planet because I had all my guys stacked up at the at the healing planet like nope 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 Anchi's not coming here or yeah, if he does yeah, I'm gonna yeah, be yeah, 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 he's yeah. like and of course on one of the reveals it, it's trigger the battle of another planet he's like yep I'll Come go on, there yeah. trigger that heal Anchi is like oh back to normal so yeah it was it was a great Karnath great is Karnath with the Ridial in play mm-hmm. when. If Karnath, Karnath pops, which is the battle ability of another planet, and Iridial's in play, and you've got him near near bloody, yeah. you're just like, no, oh, yeah. I can't cover two. You can't cover two plants. I can yeah. cover one. It's I can't really cover hard, two especially plans. when it's a flop. It's when when Karnath or Iridial <coughs> is a flop, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's the new planet you have to cover. Maybe you can cover and make them really fight it out for the for the win on one. But if it's a flop, and you're like, no, but it's fine. I don't yeah. want it over there. That's well, hard to cover the, the fifth planet. Well, the kicker with Onshi as well is you cover cover two in the same combat round too. Yeah. It's right. the problem in the yeah. same phase. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, yeah. so so how do you beat them? So the the advantage. Well, how do they beat us? How do they beat you? Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking from a player who's played a lot of Broderick War, I beat you by getting even without initiative. I still get to hit first with range. Yeah. That yeah. that's a huge a deal, deal, right? Yeah. That's a huge deal. That's how my Broadrock War decks w- uh, works. Uh, I hit. I have ranged units. I have Canadian Mortar Squats. I have uh, Rattling Dead Eyes. I have three preemptive barrages, and I have way and so Katachan so that post to give the Katachan, yeah Katachan 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 outpost. Oh my god! Going <laughs> back to this. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> um, Katachan outposts to threaten, which is a huge threat. And then it's just the range stuff. So I try to. Move my range about, and if I have if I have initiative as well, then that's even worse. That's even better for me. So that's how I beat you. I, it's a weird form of having the battle end before we we come to come together when a, before the front lines uh, meet and have the non range skirmish, have the regular well, same, battle. Your, your range focus with war is interesting because if you are a green planet, awesome. If you aren't, you've still got a strong advantage. You still got the, the chance to get those hits in before you're yeah. receiving too much back. So it's it's a good. I think that's a, it's a good compromise. And rather than just going, I mean, there are there are, there are units. Obviously, the Sasellum Shrine Guard, which immediately becomes amazing in war at the right planet. Yeah, you know, they become yeah. crazily strong. Yeah. But even even if he's still ranged, he's he's in no way a weak unit. You know, he's still right. getting damage across. Right. So. And so one of the ways that war can beat you is to put you in a mindset where he's only. He he's only going to have battles at green planets, right? Mm-hmm. I have won games because in in situations where you have a red blue red, and then or a, a blue you know whatever a not two non green planets and then some green stuff, some green planets over here, <coughs> and I say okay, 
And it's usually first turn. It's usually that first planet one where I say, okay, I'm going to surprise this person and I'll delay, I'll play like I'm playing at my queen planets, da, 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 and then maybe my last deploy phase is one at one. Because they're not going to, I've found people don't really bother playing a big bad unit at one until your opponent until, does. Until your opponent does. And it's especially against it war, if it's, not, if it's not on green planet, they're like, ah, I'm going to win one. I'm good. I'll win one. Mm-hmm. Or, or I, I, you know, maybe I think I maybe I can. To, yeah, maybe I only have to send my warlord there and I'll win it. Yeah. No problem. And I think what you're saying there is because you've gone, your opening move is, okay, fairly cheap cost, put a planet, put a guy at a green planet three planets down. Right. Then your next one is put a guy a, a green planet four planets down. Right. Like, now I can see a pattern. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then, and then you know. forward bar- and then I'll play yeah. forward barracks or staging ground or some support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Light. He's like, oh, okay. Right? Yeah. And you're like, okay, oh, what? And then and then the last play, you're like, stalwart Ogren on planet one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then I'm gonna go here with Starblaze or um, with Starblaze with, with War, war yeah. and win it. And so then so then I win that one. And now I'm in the catbird seat, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. I've taken one off the board for in my favor. That that helps me later on down the line with the greens, mm-hmm. and that's a that's I I tripped into that mechanic. I, I <laughs> it came to my realization, and I did that twice at the store championships. So that was a big deal, mm-hmm. right? That's how that's how war beats you by doing a little bit of the unexpected and range, really just getting in there early with with uh, big hits. Well, the, there there's some also yeah some I mean I mean I think spamming also, people right. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the fact that you're gonna they're gonna be playing a lot of units. But the two cards now that really stand out to me in Astromilitarum are Staging Ground and uh, Troop Transport. If you are at a planet, and I've done this, where the opponent has gone and sniped my Rogue Trader, his Warlord attacks, kills my Rogue Trader. Okay, great, you're now exhausted. I sacrifice Troop Transport to bring in two Guardsmen, and I Staging Ground in maybe Mystic Warden. All of a sudden your opponent, your Warlord now has four damage on him. Yeah. If I'm playing War, and it's a green planet that you made that mistake at. He could be bloody. He's probably bloody. Yeah. Yeah. But war, war with those war with the guardsmen at a green planet. That is the terrifying thing. Those it's, it's astoundingly difficult to handle because you're getting chimeras with two health. Yeah. On on the fly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. They hit you so know, hard for this. So I, and and you know you add forward. I mean, if you had forward barracks and a freaking troop transport, oh. and <laughs> and there's only one other you like the, you can mm. bloody warlord. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Because the warlord can only hit one person. Yeah. But the forward barracks keeps one coming in after every round. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I've, I've forced warlords. <laughs> if it's to, a green, if it's yeah, a green. I've, I've forced warlords to retreat with the forward, forward barracks out, and I've retreated from forward barracks <laughs> yeah, playing yeah, you yeah. because it's kind of like it doesn't matter who I kill, I'm always going to be getting somebody there. So I, there's a two-two coming onto the table. You know, I, I think yeah. yeah, I think it was kind of funny because I remember playing Strachan. When Astromil- when everything came out and everyone's like Strachan's the weakest co- weakest core warlord. Yeah. I mean, I don't think so. Maybe if you if you're only playing one core set, what what makes a warlord strong or weak is the, all the units that are out now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So so the now that you have those stuff out because I I mean I think even that mechanic now with Strachan because guardsmen are soldiers. Yeah, I don't know though, man, because we were talking about this. Uh, we we were well, talking I just about think this any the any Astromilitarum. I think any astromilitarum warlord right now, all of a sudden, now has a viable, an incredibly viable assassination mechanic. Yeah, I mean, right. But I, what I, what this, and this is the, the point I guess I want to make is that anything that's good for Strachan is probably better for war. Oh yeah, we're yeah. hitting, we're hitting the, old, the, the classic green. gift problem of every every dark hill dark card. That's a fantastic one. Maybe we can use that with Urian. Well, it's just making Kith there. Oh yeah, no, you no, I, I definitely understand. I definitely Kith. understand. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do get what you're getting at, which is Strachan, Strachan, whether or not he was underpowered before. I think right now Astro Militarum are sharply in the ascendancy. Yeah. So yeah. if you wanted to play Strachan, now is definitely the time to do it. But there is the counter that it just seems that war is better, as it were. You know. Well, there's the there's the three three uh, Astro Militarum unit. Oh uh, my he's word! Loyal. Yes. The guy coming up. The yeah. guy coming up. He's I, I I remember the picture. He's a three cost Astro Militarum unit. Loyal one command icon three three, and when he leaves play, you ready a unit you control. <laughs> yes, right. exactly. So right? he's a so full he's like three a, at green. So he's like a instead of Katie and Mortar Squad that reacts to that. Yeah. There's a he's a, he's pushing. He's making somebody else ready. Yeah. Well, that's that, that's know, the hilarious thing cost. because that's now, the hilarious not thing. Staging ground. Well, that's the hilarious thing because normally when the big bad's on the table, it's like all right, I got to kill him first. Yeah. 
and I'll deal with all the other little ones while the little ones are sniping yep. away. Yep. Not anymore. I mean, it's it's kind of like the the prudent fire warriors. It, it all of a sudden it kind of takes it takes that mindset that players have mm-hmm. of I have to kill that thing first. It's like I got to kill that thing last. <laughs> and if you're going to kill that thing last, well, great. It's going to be smashing on you and for so a couple of turns. It's, yeah. You're quite right. I mean, it is it is it's purposely taking the combat math, the combat. Not so much the numbers, but the the order of operation that we're used to, and going. No, this is not right. Because you say, okay, I, I won't kill the guy, but he's four damage with war. Yeah. Four damage for yeah. three. You're like, oh, yeah. oh my, that's yeah, that no, might be more than yeah. I can handle. Nothing, yeah. Yeah. nothing's going to be standing up, and, standing yeah. up to that. And yeah. the the reason that, or you want to kill him when everybody else is already ready. Right. One of the yeah, other things that comes yeah. up fairly regularly with war, and how he beats you is he, you can't route units at green planets. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can. Right. But feel free. <laughs> No, yeah. on your side, no you can't feel yeah, free. On your side, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, he, you yeah. can't route his units. I've I've had Kith players play Archon's Terror as shield cards, which is amazing. As being somebody who's played this game since the beginning mm-hmm. is very satisfying. The great deal of satisfaction comes from saying Archon's Terror of Shield 1. Like, yes, because I have five green planets and I'm playing all ask military. You're not going to route anybody but a, the one rogue trader that I have in my deck. Yeah, and if you <laughs> want to spend two resources to do that, all so on sorry. you, dude. Sorry, sorry. You know? The rogue trader goes, Mr. Mr. War, yes. You appear to have a lot of Astro Militar mouth. Yes. Can I go home? Thank you. So, so that's huge. And, you know, yes, you're, you're not always playing Kith, but then Farron, which routes a unit. You can't actually. I've yep. had games where people are like, there's no one for me to route. I've won Farron, but I can't route anybody because your guys are all like green planets. Yay! Mm-hmm. You know, thumbs up. So that's how war beats you. I, I want. I don't want to flip this around to how do you beat war? Yeah. But you basically beat war by blooding your guy. Yeah. Once well, he's bloody, well, I was, he's, yeah, of course. But I was going to respond as well with. I would mention the last thing to keep in mind, and the other bit that's always caught me out is um, be aware of how rough war himself is. Yeah, because as a, as a com- as a um, warlord, he hits hard. Mm-hmm. It's his plus one damage from that freaking pistol, right? Yeah, two six. So he yeah, gets to two a six, three, and then he gets and then with so his command three with attack warlord. Signature, at that point. he's a yeah. three attacker. Yeah, and his pistol also does a damage to an army to an enemy unit when a unit on his side goes goes out of play. Yeah, it's yeah. You got you got to watch out for him or too. Destroyed so. by an attack, one of the two. Yeah, I, I would I would hmm, I, I I don't like making proclamations, but he may be one of the stronger warlords I've seen in in some time. When combined with his signature and with the current meta of his cards, he absolutely is rough. Well, yeah. he's he's very good in a Kith heavy app, Kith yes. heavy meta. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Because he he neutralizes a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. The units are so cheap that yeah, go ahead and play the. The Clavex. The yeah. Clavex <laughs> to destroy my two-cost infantry platoon who's sitting for four. Go ahead. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll stage and ground out another one. Mm-hmm. Or I'll stage and ground out, you know, who, whatever yeah. else. I don't use a lot of staging grounds. I have one staging ground on my deck. When I get it, holy moly. But I can't – I don't want to count on getting it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. The efficiency is so high. Yeah, the efficiency you don't is need high. To, you don't need to surprise people too much. And you're going to have Elysian assault teams anyway. That's, yeah. that's, that's, barely, that's, a surpri- other, that's barely a surprise. Yeah, that's these that's days. the other thing. I mean, I've had, I've had, uh, I'll have, uh, again, Warlord assassination or, or bloody. I'll, I will, I will take that chance. You know, Warlord's like, oh, I'm going to go here and I'm going to hit your little, your little one soldier away. Yeah. Wonderful. Three yeah. damage. Well, here's, then, here's an Elysian assault team. Hey, <laughs> and, uh, here may be another Elysium Salt team, or troop transport, or all staging ground in. Yeah, yeah like I said, I've, blood, I've bloodied warlords, and sometimes I've had hands where it's like I'll deploy one card, and then pass. Yeah, yeah. And if that ever happens, if you're playing me, <laughs> and I, it, it, this is turn one, <laughs> and that ever happens, I am going to wait for your warlord to show up somewhere, and I'm going to kill him. Yeah. Well, we've talked about on this podcast before about how hard it is to kill one eye, to bloody one eye. Yeah. Old one eye, right? I did it. In round two of the store championship, war turn two, bloody one eye. Why? Because I had range damage and he couldn't, he couldn't do anything. I bloodied him before he had even a chance to attack. It he was just like I got the boy, baby. Yep. And it was at a green planet, and I bloodied him turn two. And <coughs> I got to tell you, a bloody warlord on the other side of the table is as as anyone listening to this podcast is most likely experienced. Another blood, a warlord, a bloody warlord on the other side of the table. You're, while yours is healthy and hale, is an amazing feeling because <laughs> you know that player. It, it gives you such a tactical cautious. advantage. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's like it's it's interesting 
this is a large discussion for another time, but it's very interesting to see how decks change, um, how different decks suddenly vary um, based on whether the Warlord's loaded or not. Because old one eye turns Tyranids from Planet One Storm into ooh yeah, I may have to think about this a moment. Mm-hmm. Let me let me see, let me see. I mean, like Kato Sicarius doesn't change all that much. He probably can survive your stuff. He's going to lose some money, so he's going to slow down a bit. You know, Shadow yeah, Sun, yeah. Shadow Sun's aggressive recursion dies. You know, it's it's interesting to see. It's a, it's an, I think there's actually a bit of a discussion in that in like how decks, how do you play certain decks when you're Warlord bloody? So that's a, that's a meaningful thing to know. You know, they, they, a lot of them change very heavily. Well, I, th- I think that I think. Yeah. yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why Space Marines is always so strong because, yeah, Bloody Cato, okay, great, I'm making one less resource when something dies. However, you know, Space Marine strength is the units, the yeah. fact that they're powerful for their cost. You know, yeah. I think that's where, that's why Space Marines for a long time and still are always very a very tough opponent. The one of the things that I've done is because I feel I've figured out war, and to some extent I've figured out old one eye so what I've done I've gone back and I just can't bring myself to play Ragnar again so I've gone back and I play I used to play Eldroth Starbase mm-hmm. quite a bit mm-hmm. so I uh, channeled my inner John Gobey now I'm playing some Eldroth and I gotta tell you Mind War the, the one cost event where you exhaust a non-elite unit <coughs> at a planet where you control a Psyker army unit is insane the Eldoroth control is insane. I just wanted to get that out there. I have it in my show notes that I'm going to mention that because, wow, it's yeah. really cool. And and that's one of the new cards. And then you have the Exarch, the three-cost, two-four guy that says a warrior must be the declared the defender of this planet if able. The and Dire he's a warrior. Avenger? Dire Avenger yeah. Exarch, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was an Eldar card, Eldar unit. That protects your armor bane drones. So he's really he, I've he's been pretty effective in an, the Eldroth that, deck uh, that I play. The um, uh, what the heck's he called? The Wraith Guard Revenant, is it? Yep. Yeah, that has been a pain recently. I've oh seen. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Just a little cheap four yeah. two for starters, yeah. let alone the recursion tricks in there. All right. Been, All right so yeah. to talk about one final thing here, I want to know. How excited you guys are for Gorzod? What are your thoughts on Gorzod? Because he'll be here in two weeks. We'll record on or about that day, I think, is what our schedule says. Uh, so, but what are you thinking with Gorzod? I reviewed, I reviewed him recently. And having looked at the last two Warlords, I went, yeah, this guy looks like an absolute abomination. Um, I don't <laughs> know. We've got some really good vehicles in both, yeah. in both Guard and yeah. Guard and Marines. Both of those have really nasty vehicles. I keep looking at Chimera and going, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the two capstone. cost the Allegiant Chimera. Yeah, and yeah. then and then just yeah. add one add one freaking damage to it with his customization as well. So you got a three four. Yeah, blooming yeah. Chimera and all that. So that, that sounds scary as all heck to me. Um, I, I Raven ha- speeders for three. Oh. The 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 four four Astro Militarum <laughs> Salt Valkyrie Salt, Salt Valkyrie oh for yeah. three. Yeah, flying, flying at that point. Flying, oh yeah. My yeah. God, yeah. And I, I just, I'm just waiting for the kind of like the same sort of thing I have with Starblaze, where we thought, hey, Starblaze is kind of good. And the second pack came out, with, wow, Starblaze has got a lot stronger. Yeah. I'm wondering if there's going to be lovely, juicy guardsmen and um, and Space Marine and, uh, vehicles. vehicles in that pack. So God's that's all. Oh, yeah, very good. Yeah, you know, I'm like, oh my word. But yeah, yeah you know? I mean, there's a Mordian Hellhound for two command icons, three, three, the area effect one. He's a now three coster. Yeah, yeah. I, I, right? I'm, I don't three know. Three cost, two command icons. Yeah. Three, three. Yeah. That's a that's a, uh, Cadian mortar squad plus two attack. Yeah. Well, without the. Without and what's the range. His, his um his unique attachment is plus two health to him and something when vehicles at your planet. I'm trying to remember exactly. Gozod's Gozod's. They uh, cost signature. one less. No, no. Gozod's signature is is his vehicle. It's his big um battle wagon. So oh, it gives right, him two right, hit right, points, right, 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 right. which puts him at a ridiculous amount of health. For starters, um, and I'm trying to. It's, some, it's something if you look this up rather than um, backpedaling. But I remember looking at it and thinking, "That's rough as well. That's rough as all get out." Yeah, yeah I, I think you've got a strong because orcs are not orcs are not in a bad place. Period. Be even like um, as old Zogwert has been totally playable. He's not. He's. Uh, he's. I use the old term. I don't think he's tier one, but um, he's been really good, fun, and strong. Strong to play. This guy. That's efficiency. That's power. It limits the units, but. It limits the units he can take to, to good effect, but I mean, when was the last time you saw a, I don't know, destroyed target vehicle card or something? <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, right. Yeah. Well, he 
Oh, is it is is it? I'm I'm looking it up here real quick, but I think you take control. Um, that's of one of unit, it, that's right? one of his cards. I one one of his card abilities. So I think the support you is uh, the customization station. Each yeah. vehicle unit you control loses all faction affiliations and gains orc faction affiliations. Mm -hmm. And the orc vehicles you control get plus one attack and plus one hit points. Yes. So that's right? a that's a three five chimera. Mm -hmm. Let alone the fact it's bouncing damage three, to four. itself. Yeah. It's only got four strength. Four damage, four health. Yeah. Does it get plus one, plus one? Or? Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so I'm saying yeah, a three, yeah. five. Oh, yeah. So a chimera, <laughs> chimera that lives even longer with those tricks. Yeah. yeah. And then the blood runner is the attachment. Mm. It's a one cost, three shield, of course. Uh, attached to your warlord, attached unit gets plus two hit points and gains reaction after vehicle unit is destroyed at this planet, ready the unit. Limit once per phase. Yeah. So he'll get to attack twice if, yeah. if you're destroyed. Assuming you're blowing yeah. up his stuff. Yeah. Which he's increasing the health of. Yeah. 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 Actually, what <laughs> the thing I'm most oh. most uh, looking forward to in, in Gorzot is being able to play my Mordian Hellhounds and Dozer Blade. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah. You um, know, nobody ever plays Dozer Blade. You can't play Dozer Blade. Is it loyal? No, it's a it's a yeah, not vehicle. Uh, right, but I you can't. Okay, so yeah, they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, then I'm drawing a blank yeah. on. I can't take them because they're so normally Gorzod, allied. So Gorzod, it's an, can it's use an common vehicle units ah. from both Space Marine and Astromilitarium yeah. Station, but cannot include other cards. Ah, okay, so only well, vehicles. And yeah. those are blade is an attachment. Yeah, right? so you, it, it, that's too bad because I always I always like seeing those, you know, quote unquote useless cards made useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, because Gorzod is strange because he's he's in some ways the opposite of Starblaze. Starblaze is instead of my normal allies, I can take. These guys are right. where he is. No, specifically these common units. Well, yeah. I mean, Land Raider is a four cost now. A three seven three command icon four cost unit. Holy crap! You know, the the big thing is, of oh. course, obviously, is uh, you know when you're playing the Chimeras, if you're playing all the other vehicles, that hit, the ability of the Chimera only protects Gorzai because it has to be if it's a not it has to be a non vehicle unit. Army yeah. unit. Who, who, if you attack, that you prevented damage. Who, if you attack um, the Chimera um, to kill it, attacks twice this turn. This, this combat. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, I, I can imagine him, you know, rolling along with a with a phalanx of Chimeras with him and vehicles at everywhere else. So. Yeah, it's, well, gonna, it's, gonna, be, it's a, gonna be fun. Look, gonna I mean, fun. I think we picked the big one. That was flying between the Valkyrie and the um, and the Raven Guard. That's rough. Yeah, and then the hostile acquisition after Warlord damages a vehicle army unit by an attack, gain control of the unit. It's a one cost, but that's a signature yeah, event. Right. I think that's going to be real. <laughs> that's going to be real uh, corner case. I can't imagine somebody if somebody sits down across. If, if I sit down across Corzon, warlord damages a vehicle army or by an attack damages. Not yeah. even kills. well. That's that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. If, if mm -hmm. I'm sitting across from Gorzod, I know. Well, I'm not playing any vehicle units. Yeah. But keep in mind, that's a victory in itself. Yeah, exactly. I've got a huge well, Valkyrie yeah, in hand. Well, not it, a chance. But it also <laughs> limits yeah. Gorzod's play. Because yeah. how often do you want to play a mirror match against Gorzod? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, that's mine. Okay, that's yours. Okay, that's mine. Okay, that's yours. So okay, that's mine. Okay, make, that's sure, yours. make sure you have unique <laughs> sleeves then. So that's what I was going to say. So what, what you're saying is if Gorzod versus Gorzod is sitting down to a game of vehicle football. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You, you, you kick out the receive? Okay, cool. Okay, my turn. All right. Not even vehicle like, <laughs> Yeah, football, tennis. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> tennis would probably yeah, be tennis, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ping pong. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, sure. Oh, Actually, it might even be. It might even might even be a game of go fish. Gore's out of plan. Do you happen to have any assault Valkyries? <laughs> well, go. yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any, do you happen any, to have any Lehman Russ? Any, any go fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, so, there you go. Gore's on go fish. The warlord. There we've got. In the in the tease, they're talking about playing an Ultramarine's dreadnought. Like, yeah. But and, and these are all good things, oh, right? But I've been forgetting that. how much I've been playing war lately, and how much people can't be routed. I mm. played Eldorado Starbade, and I got Archon's turret three times. <laughs> <laughs> like, shall go. Yeah. That's that's a thing again, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you I, know? Mean, I will. I will. So, I will. Well, well, I mean, obviously, Archon's terror is Archon's terror. We'll deal right, with that. But yeah. I will counter that. Um, I'm interested to see. This sounds to me like one of the first few warlords where what you can expect is a lot of things that you really can't kill. They've got so much darn health because vehicles are generally tough, mm -hmm. and if he does get the customization down, they're even worse. Yeah. So this is a situation. The orcs have always been high health. Well, and units, that's, you know. and there's so this is a game of they just won't die. I believe know? there were, it was in the fan for what lurks below, but there's a, like a Torok APC, yes, Aston Militarum mm -hmm. unit. It's clearly got one command icon. I think the cost is two. You don't know what else it does, but it's not. It's a common. 
Mm -hmm. I believe it's common, so it'll be in Gorzod. There you go. Like, so based on the background of the unit, Gorzod turns that orc playstyle on its head. Mm -hmm. Right? You're bringing in Astra Militarum and Space Marine, for goodness sake. Yeah. I'm almost always going to lean Astra Militarum, but there's some Space Marine stuff. You know, the Space Wolves Predator for six. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I, I don't know if that's a yay or not. I'm not sure, but that's pretty. That's pretty. If you get well, haven't we got the the blue planet bonus um, ally coming up for orcs too? If it's not in this pack, it's soon. Uh, it's probably in what looks below. Yeah, because it wouldn't be in this pack yeah. if they follow the same. Yeah, because yeah, they're getting stuff. But there was yeah. there's a guy for extra resources there, mm-hmm. so that might be a big switch mm-hmm. out for him. No, but and a blue planet he gains plus two resources mm-hmm. as a as a yeah. That's his. That, that's his. That's his. I I run yeah. I run my big stuff guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Well, honestly, I just I I, I play more vehicles, guy. We'll have to see. I, I, I do. I just. I thought. I, I think. Like. Yeah. Until recently. I, you know. As always. <laughs> we should. We should um, go into a little bit of our process, which is normally. Oh, hey, we've got a podcast today, also. <laughs> There's a pack coming up. Maybe I should look at that. <laughs> and so, as normal on the Wednesday before the before we were gonna before I spent twelve hours um, working and running a draft yesterday, I went. I'm gonna look over this guy's signature squad. Wow, that's a lot nastier than I remember. Yeah. <laughs> a lot nastier than I remember. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know. He's he's a nasty piece of work. But it'll be it'll be interesting because as we saw with the warlord cycle, you know there were s- some second warlords came out that were more powerful or just as as competitive as their uh, core set kin, Ragnar being the leading mm-hmm. example. Kochi, mm-hmm. as I think, was just a little bit better than Strachan. At least when people got him figured out, he's still probably tier two. Urian, not. Onshi <laughs> uh, is. Probably better than Shadow Sun, although Shadow Sun with all the attachments coming up, man. Woo! Shadow Sun. Yeah. Shadow Sun players can can I think rejoice at this point. <laughs> what yeah. else? The bright new future of auxiliary armor. No yeah, kidding. yeah, yeah. The the Warlord cycle didn't really give us that second Warlord punch that for a lot of factions, but the Planetfall cycle I think is. Planetfall cycle is coming around, and you know Zogwar is a fun. Warlord to play. Yeah, uh, and Nurgle's fun, but, but I don't think they're. It, it seems Hugoth, it yeah. seems like most. Uh, yeah, sorry, Hugoth. It seems like most people still play Nazdrag and Zarathur, of course. Yeah, yeah. there's a there's a, there's a little side point cutting on that. It's a good point to bring up. I saw someone mentioning how they felt when they were playing Barzul. They felt that chaos was balanced around the idea that you have plus one damage on your units, i.e., your Zarathur. And you know what? I'm like, I can I can buy that. Looking at what a lot of a lot of what I've seen, I can kind of get that feel. You know, um, the Cleavers are a classic example of if this isn't Zarafer, this would be atrocious. You know, so on and so forth. And I'm just interested to see what else they do with that because that can't be something that's not they're not aware of. Mm-hmm. So, and like you said, there's a lot of cards. Supposedly, there's a lot of cards next pack that are not going to be Gorzod. So, for for quite a few people, it'll be interesting to see what we what we hit up. Yeah, you know? it'll be fun. I'm excited by the fact that you know, two, three, four, uh, you know, four, five, six weeks after we get one pack, we get the next pack. If they can keep on that timeline, and I'm not saying four is necessary, six would be probably right in the right in my ideal wheelhouse right there. Mm-hmm. And if they can keep that up, it, this game is, will see uh, a great deal of, of interest, growing interest. I mean, the sixteen players. When, yeah. I mean, you and I talked a dozen times. Mm-hmm. How many do we expect? We're hoping to get to double digits. Yeah, yeah. And we eight, got to sixteen. Yeah. Eight was the reasonable expectation. Yeah. Twelve was a hope. Sixteen was whoa. Was a yeah. dream. Was that was, was crazy. really great. Yeah. So we're hoping to have a lot of those folks come in. There's a store championship in at Petri's on February twentieth. There's a store championship at Grand Slam Loveland on February twenty seventh. The Wizards Chest announced theirs for March thirteenth, which is a Sunday after Total Escape Games March twelfth Conquest Championship. So that weekend will be a Conquest one two punch. I will mention as well. I just got this little last little ore in there. Um, we've been talking about how crazy this store champ was. We've been talking about seeing new people. Um, I think the game is currently in an ascendancy. I've seen more people yeah. than I've seen. Period. Getting involved and in talking about this. So this is now is the time, folks. If you're yeah. ever on the fence, it's time to jump off because yeah, well, this yeah. is this is growing. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are listening to us, you're probably not on the fence. You're probably listening. You're probably Plum- playing the game. Plum- plummeting off the other side towards <laughs> us. So, yeah. so use that as a selling point. You can use that as a selling point to those people who are considering getting in. It's yep. an exciting time in the game. The, the cost to, to entry is low, and the learning curve can be a bit complex, can be a bit steep. But we've, uh, we had a gentleman here 
who I taught to play on a Thursday. I taught his first game. He'd watch some videos. I taught his first game. And he shows up at store championships and goes two and two, I think. Yeah, I think he split, yeah. You know? split and just, he had just a great fine. time. Bully to you, Michael, for, for doing that. That's great. So we'll look forward to Gorzad coming in a couple weeks. Uh, thanks to Haunted Game Cafe for the recording space. If you would like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback or questions for us, you can contact us at tracksacceptorwarcast at gmail.com, via our Facebook page or Twitter at tracksacceptorwc, or leave a comment in the episode's comment section. This episode was sponsored in part by Rocky Mountain PC. Thanks for listening. The, the Emperor, Emperor Protects. Protects. within a dream.